In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins to God our Father, asking him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Holy and merciful Father, I confess that I am by nature sinful and that I have disobeyed you in my thoughts, words, and actions. I have done what is evil and failed to do what is good. For this I deserve your punishment, both now and in eternity. But I am truly sorry for my sins. And trusting in my Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, have mercy on me. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. In his great mercy, God made us alive in Christ, even when we were dead in our sins. Hear the word of Christ through his called servant. I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Sing to the Lord a new song. Alleluia, for he has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. Alleluia. righteousness in the sight of the nations. Alleluia. For our salvation, 
let us pray to the Lord. Kyrie, Kyrie, For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Kyrie, Kyrie, For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O oh God, you make the minds of your faithful to be of one will. 
Grant that we may love what you have commanded and desire what you promise, that among the many changes of this world our hearts may be fixed where true joys are found. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The first lesson for the fifth Sunday of Easter is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 12. In that day you will say, I will praise you, O Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. And proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. This is the word of the Lord. The second lesson is written in the letter of St. James, chapter 1. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of firstfruits of all that he created. My dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand. Alleluia. Exalts the right hand of the Lord does valiantly. Alleluia. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. Alleluia. Alleluia. Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory be to you, O Lord. The words of Jesus. Now I am going to him who sent me. Yet none of you asks me, where are you going? Because I have said these things, you are filled with grief. But I tell you the truth, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. In regard to sin, because men do not believe in me. In regard to righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And in regard to judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, O Christ. Praise be to you, O Christ.
Grace and peace to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus. Dear Christians, one and all, rejoice. With exaltation springing and with united heart and voice and holy rapture singing, proclaim the wonders God has done, how his right arm, the victory won, how dearly it has cost him. Rejoice, give thanks, sing. Both in the scriptures and in our hymns, these words are not spoken as options or as a mere suggestion, but as a command. Rejoice, give thanks, sing. Because God has done wonders, God has done glorious deeds, and this deed, these deeds need to be told, to be proclaimed. And that is what we do when we sing. We sing back to God what he has said and done to us. With one voice, we sing together because what God has done, he has done for us all. No one is excluded. No one is exempt. But what has God done? What has God done with his mighty right arm? He won. But it cost him dearly. Fast bound in Satan's chains I lay death brooded darkly o'er me. Sin was my torment night and day, and sin my mother bore me. Yet deep and deeper still I fell. Life had become a living hell. So firmly sin possessed me. These are some hard words to sing. And words, in fact, that we never would sing, except that we have been convicted, convicted with the world by the Holy Spirit. You see, only the scriptures could tell us how bad it really is for us. How far and how deep we have really fallen. My own good works availed me not. No merit they attaining. My will against God's judgment fought. No hope for me remaining. My fears increased till sheer despair let not but death to be my share and hell to be my sentence. If only we could just stop doing evil and learn to do good. But no. For even my best attempts, even my best good deeds won't do. There is nothing in my will that could produce the kind of righteousness that God requires. And when it happens, as it so often does, when my will fights against God, the only result for me is bad. It is fear and despair and death and hell. Because God was angry. And he had every right to be. He has every right to go to the furthest degree to punish, your, to punish everyone who disobeyed and who disregarded his will. 
That's why we confess, I confess that I deserve your punishment both now and in eternity. That there's never anything for which I could shake my fist at God and say, God, I don't deserve this. No, in fact, I deserve much worse. But God beheld my wretched state before the earth's foundation. And mindful of his mercies great, he planned my soul's salvation. A father's heart he turned to me, sought my redemption fervently. He gave his dearest treasure. So there's nothing in my will that could fix any of this. Only in his. Of his own will. In fact, before I even had a will, he sought me. He turned to me fervently with the compassion of a father, with loving kindness and tender mercy. He thought of me before the world was founded. He thought of me and and he gave. For God so loved the world that he gave. What did he give? He spoke to his beloved son. Tis time to have compassion. Then go, bright jewel of my crown, and bring mankind salvation. From sin and sorrow set them free. Slay bitter death for them, that they may live with you forever. God sent his son. His own dear, precious jewel of a son. He sends his son into the world and he says to him, Go, kill death. Bitter death. Stinging death. Wages of sin death. Eternal death. Hellish death. He says to him, Go, kill death so that they, that is us, may live. And what kind of life shall they live? That they may live with you. It's life with you, Jesus. Receiving along with believing a believing criminal on a cross, the promise from Jesus' lips himself today, you will be with me in paradise. The son obeyed his father's will, was born a virgin mother, And God's good pleasure to fulfill, he came to be my brother. No garb of pomp or power he wore, a servant's form like mine he bore to lead the devil captive. The will of the Son is so perfectly in line with the will of the Father that when the Father says, Go, go, leave your throne in heaven, leave your power and your glory, He goes. And he takes it all off. He takes all of his glory, all of his, the use of his power, he takes it all off. Born of a woman, wearing nothing at all, looking exactly like a servant in true human flesh and blood. Indeed, your brother your human brother, 
as if to go down into the enemy territory in disguise, into the enemy's stronghold, to lead the devil into captivity and to bring you into freedom. To me he spoke, hold fast to me. I am your rock and castle, your ransom I myself will be. For you I strive and wrestle, for I am yours, your friend divine, and evermore you shall be mine. The foe shall not divide us. And now this son, this Jesus, says to you and to me, hold on. As he carries us from the devil's captive, he carries us into freedom. He says to us, you're going to want to stay close by me. Because there is still a lot of fighting to be done. His fighting. You, you hang on to him. He says, I am, I am yours. Your friend. Your rock, your castle, your safe place. And you are mine. You belong to me. For I have put my name on you. I've marked you with my cross. Hold on. Because the foe wants nothing more than to separate you and me. But he can't. For our grip on each other is much too strong. Just like the water of the Red Sea was too deep for the Egyptians to swim, the water of baptism is too deep for the devil. The foe shall shed my precious blood, me of my life bereaving. All this I suffer for your good. Be steadfast and believing. Life shall from death the victory win. My innocence shall bear your sin, and you are blessed forever. Jesus is bereft of his blood and his body. He is bereft of his life so that he can give it to you. And this is how you now are connected to him, how his innocence bears your sin. It is when his blood marks your door, when his blood is poured into your mouth. This is where the Holy Spirit takes from what belongs to Jesus and gives it to you, declares it to you. Your sin is forgiven and you are blessed forever. Now to my Father I depart, the Holy Spirit sending, and heavenly wisdom to impart, my help to you extending. He will a source of comfort be, teach you to know and follow me, and in all truth will guide you. It is good, Jesus says, for him to go away. Even though his disciples would be sad and they wish that he had never left, what Jesus has left behind is no shabby substitute. For the Holy Spirit brings the gifts of Christ to you to help you in every time of need. 
to comfort in time of sadness, to, to teach you when you don't know, and to guide you when you've lost your way. What I on earth have lived and taught be all your life and teaching. So shall my kingdom's work be wrought and honored in your preaching. Take care that no one's man-made laws should e'er destroy the gospel's cause. This final word I leave you. His last word, what Jesus said and did is everything. What Jesus said and did, it is your very life and breath. When, when this is so, then Jesus reigns. Then God's kingdom comes, as, as our catechism teaches us to say, God's kingdom comes when our Heavenly Father gives us his Holy Spirit, so that by his grace we believe his word and lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. You need no man-made laws to determine what a godly life is. The scripture is clear. Be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Receive with meekness the word that is planted in you, which can save you. The last word is this. Jesus' word is everything. Dear Christians, one and all rejoice, give thanks, and sing for what God has done in what Jesus says and with what the Spirit gives. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We join now in confessing the Christian faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty.
Let us pray for the whole Church of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Gracious Lord, you have revealed your righteousness in the sight of the nations, Jesus Christ, your holy arm. By his death and resurrection, you have worked salvation, strengthened the song of your church, give skill to musicians and poets, and give boldness to your congregation in this and every place to sing the eternally new song of Christ. Lord, in your mercy. O Holy One of Israel, cause your Holy Spirit, Spirit of Truth, to reign in the Church, that what Christ has won for us would be declared joyfully and faithfully to sinners. Preserve our pastors, missionaries, and all who serve with your word. Increase among us thankfulness for your compassion, for you are great in our midst. Lord, in your mercy. Father of lights, every good and perfect gift comes down from you. By your Spirit, put away from our families and communities every hasty or harsh word, together with all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and instead give us patience and humility toward our neighbors. Since you have brought us forth by the word of your truth, so let us speak truthfully with one another in meekness as beloved brothers. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, your Son acknowledged Satan as ruler of this world and its ways yet one whose reign is judged and whose time is short. Beat back his lies and deadly work, that the order of your creation may be seen. Give us good government and leaders who are both honest and faithful. Even so, let us look eagerly for your son's return, and let that be quickly. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, send your Holy Spirit upon your faithful people that convicted of their sin, they may also be convinced that the righteousness of Christ is theirs, and in such repentance and faith, receive the things of Christ declared in this supper, his holy body and precious blood for the forgiveness of sins. Unite us by your spirit of truth in faith and confession, and comfort us with the knowledge that this world's prince is judged. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, Heavenly Father, through your Son you promised your Holy Spirit, who would convince the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Enlighten our hearts so that we confess our sins, obtain everlasting righteousness through faith in Christ, and through every trial and temptation, abide in the consolation that Christ is Lord over the devil, death, and all things, and that he will graciously deliver us from all affliction to make us partakers of eternal salvation. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you. Holy Lord, almighty Father, everlasting God, but chiefly we are bound to praise you for, for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For he is the very Paschal Lamb, which was offered for us 
and has taken away the sins of the world. By his death he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again he has restored to us everlasting life. Therefore with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Almighty God, endless is your mercy and eternal is your reign. Out of love you created us and everything which exists. In mercy you preserved the church in Noah's day with a flood. In grace you promised to bless us through Abraham's seed. With patience you protected that seed through the judges and kings of Israel. In faithfulness you repeated your promises through the prophets. And when the time had fully come, you sent your son, born of a woman, born under law to redeem those under law, with a perfect and sufficient sacrifice which paid the price for the sins of the entire world. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, gracious Lord, we bow before you in thankfulness for your many and varied gifts, for Christ's redemptive death, his victorious resurrection, his ascension promises, and his powerful reign at your right hand. Bolstered by your endless grace and Pentecost spirit, we eagerly await his glorious return. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
O God, the Father, source of all goodness, in your loving kindness you sent our, your Son to share our humanity. We thank you that you, through him you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. We also pray that you will not forsake us, but will rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, so that we willingly serve you day after day. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Thank you.